Welcome back to another episode of Important Miscellaneous Talks. I am your host, Glassford Crossfield, and we are changing the world one podcast at a time. Our wonderful guest, please introduce yourself. I'm Immaculate Hands, Emma. Hey. Got you. Good. Please let the the people know uh, what you do, what's your profession. Um, I'm Immaculate Hands. I'm a hairstylist. I do every single hairstyle. Over 20 services. Um, I'm based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Celebrity hairstylist, celebrity stylist. I do all types of hair extensions. That's it. Got you. So what what made you wanted to get into the, the hair industry? Oh, child. Um, I wanted to get in the hair industry because I feel like it really found me and um, where I was at at the point in time where I had to be in it. It was it was a it was really much luck because I was doing a million nine to five jobs and I was also here on the side and I was like, there is where the money's at and my clientele telling me I'm really talented and I have a gift and I should go for it. So I did quit all my jobs and focus on that and now it's going very well for me, very very well for me. That's why I had to do here. That's not why. So, you know, we already spoke when you did my hair and everything. So I know a little bit of your backstory. So tell us a bit about your backstory. You know, like everything you told me when you were doing my hair about Mm -hmm. your dreams, your aspirations, things you, you know, been through that brought you to this point where you plan on taking your business and everything. Okay, um, so I've been braiding since I was eight years old and I went to high school and I started doing my own hair and everybody was just like, your hair look nice, like do mine and I'll pay you for it. So I'm like, you're gonna pay me for it? Like, yeah, so I'm like, okay. Then the money started rolling in. I'm like, this is way better than a nine to five. I had to just focus on that. And then what I really wanna do is act but I have a goal on how I want to start acting. So like kind of how like Rihanna's Rihanna and she has Fenty. So I know that her supporters are going to support Fenty because they are her loyal supporters for her being Rihanna. So Mm -hmm. as Immaculate Hands become something one day, when I really want to be on a TV screen and act and do what I really truly love to do, they should support me because they were here for me and I think they'll support everything I do. Yeah, I'm gonna have a shop, they everything. The name of your brand is called Immaculate Hands. How did you come up with that concept? How did you get the title? So, I was in high school and I was on a house call and I was doing hair. And my friend Noel, he um, he got his hair done by me and then he had posted it after I was done on his social media and he put hashtag immaculate with an E instead of an I. And I text him, I'm like, why did you put immaculate with a e he was like because i was like he said i was like i was gonna put the um i but i'm like your name's emma so it makes sense so he put immaculate he put hashtag immaculate with an e and that's it and then i added hands because i just feel like my hands do everything so immaculate hands i put it together like that so he has to credit on the immaculate part i just added hands that's how my name came about 
Is it true that you hear some of the wildest stories, like being a hairdresser? Um, yeah. I have clientele from all over. So people from Chicago fly out. People like him from Texas flew out. Like, I have clients from all over, and they be telling me all types of stories. Can you, can you, can you give me... Can you give me one crazy story? Um. Oh my God, there's so many. Well, right, I know three, it. Give me three. <laughs> three. Like what though? Whatever you define as crazy, but you know, we're adults, so yeah. <laughs> I'm weak. Um. Child, I recently just had a client. Um, she was from Bronx, New York, and she was going through it with her girl. And she told me that um, what her girlfriend has um, like bipolar, like personality bipolar disorder. So she's taking, like taking mad drugs, and she's taking mad drugs, and. She just, she's taking cigarettes and weed and all these drugs to cope. And I just find that really crazy. Like, she just, she's smoking cigarettes and weed back to get back. And I said, nah, that, that's. <laughs> that that, that sounds crazy. Who, the, that, the girl or the girlfriend who's bipolar? Who's doing that? Girlfriend is bipolar. And the girl, my client, she she's going through with her own stuff too. And she's just smoking weed and tobacco back to back and I'm like so how do you deal with the taste with the cigarette she said when you're going through something you don't even think about that you just smoke to get your buzz I'm like no no that's crazy to me but I don't know wait so so do, do you give advice in those situations or you just kind of just did a listen um both if they ask me for some I'm really good with engaging and dealing with multiple different types of personalities but I just be giving mad facial expressions and they be laughing. Like I just give my honest like, facial expressions, they be weak. Cause I just be, I still be in shock. Like what? What? Did they take your advice for the most part? Yes, sometimes. But I tell them to take time to take a lot of time with life because I just feel like you be on a rush and it's so chaotic. They don't know how to organize the goals, write it down and handle it one by one. So I tell them to just take time with everything. So you're not supposed to smoke weed and drugs back to, well, weed and cigarettes back to back? I find that crazy. I don't say, I say you shouldn't. You technically can, but I don't think that's really good. Like, you, you getting already a hard with weed and you getting a little butt from it. Just pick one. Why you need both <laughs> back to back? She literally does the spliff, ashes it out, and then lights her cigarette. Oh. That's Crazy. Uh, wait, so she's not even done with the blunt and she's on to the tobacco stick? She finishes her blunt and then she has her cigarette box ready next next to it. Like, That's like appetizer. <laughs> you gotta be good. Nah. Yeah. I find that crazy. She, she, she's out here taking the guts from the cigarette and putting in weed. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Nah, she need a therapist ASAP. I hope that was your advice, Jesus. And she has one though. That's what's crazy. I need another. <laughs> um, it's, it's a BPD, and BPD is is um a disorder that's not the easiest to deal with. So I see why she's doing it. I do not condone it because that is a bit crazy. But 
Yeah, that shit ain't nothing to play with. It will, it will make you want to do things like that or crazier things. Yes. <laughs> you should probably leave. Am I bugging? I don't know. We'll get another topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of crazy like that, but that's a that's another discussion. Yeah, please leave that. Thank you. Don't 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 indict yourself. Well, when did you realize that your business is really starting to take off in the right direction? Um, I was going viral on Facebook with my main brand ambassador, Kevin, um, Sleepy Hollow's friend. So I, he booked me one day. I was on Snapchat. I was, on Snapchat. I was posting my work on Snapchat, Facebook, and Instagram. He had me on Snapchat, and he texted me like, hey, I'm a true charge. I, mean, I want my hair done. I'm doing his hair. And then he posted it on Facebook. And then he posted them as, like, GIFs and videos. And they just, people kept sharing them, going crazy. Like, yo, his hair, his hair, his hair all over. And then... That's how the restaurant too. Right, What's the biggest tip that you got? Giggity. Tip as in what? Tip as in money. Oh, the highest tip I ever got? Yeah. Maybe $200. $200. i am not going to lie. I'm thinking like poverty-wise. <laughs> if it's in general, maybe like over 500 Over 500 Is it tip? I'm I may have been like the total's two hundred, and they tipped over five hundred. Yes, that's happened. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, but it was probably a rapper. Nobody like. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, what opportunities has your business brought you? Um, I've been able to meet people like OG, G Herbo, Curly Sav took me, flew me out, did his hair, and. He had a video shoot coming up with G Herbal. I got to meet G Herbal. He shouted out my brand. He doesn't even have hair, but he said, even though I don't have hair, book me. Even if messes, he likes my work. Um, I met Polo G at a Chef G video shoot. I met a couple of good people. I'm not going to lie. A couple of celebrities. Yeah. What, would, what would you suggest someone do if they're trying to become the next Immaculate Hands? What do I suggest to, to be a me? Yeah. Um, stay focused. Um, stay, stay, always think out the box. Never follow the trend. Never follow the trend. If you follow the trend, you're going to be nothing but in the line of the trend. You're never going to be at the top. Like, mm. people always trying to mimic and try to, yeah, it's good to get yourself out there that way, but not all the time. People don't know how to take a trend, twist it, and make it a fire new trend and make people follow that way. You, you, yeah. Like, people need to really, be able to know how to do that and build a team. I have assistants. Um, I have my family. Not everybody has that, but use your use your people's whoever you can. Mm. I have my assistants. I have a web designer. I have a team, a, a whole team to make sure I'm me and still running and not slouched down, breaking down, and like everything's chaotic. Um, have a team, have brand ambassadors. That's really helpful to a business. Um, things on their goals. If you want to get out there, have a good ad manager. Um, you got a team team. <laughs> yeah. You got to um, you gotta know the how Instagram works with the algorithm. All this other stuff. Like, it, it's a whole lot. But to have a business, you got to know business. I, keep, I always tell people that. Like, girls, you ready to do hair, but you're not in school and getting a license. Pick, like, you got to make sure if you're doing something, really do it. Because nothing, nothing you get in life comes with freeways or freebies or 
even scam has got to put a man work just to get a little one too big right no matter what the field is you have to go by the rules and get it done and then you're going to take time and get to the top because i'm i still need to see myself at my full potential and i'm still working day by day how did you get so business oriented um really my family because they own businesses themselves and I've been raised that way I've been raised watching them just always having the family functions with the food this and that the bar and everything's like done a certain way and they were really full on that and I always had to ask myself as a kid like I googled one day like what's the most way how to get the most money in the world it said it said um a business and I said who has the most money I think it said the person that owns Amazon right now and I'm like he has all he owns a business so it's like what about business can I do that I like in the business world that I can fulfill that it's gonna fit with me and I'm like okay I saw that the hair working and I'm like I can mix the two because hair braiding hair is one thing but then it could go way farther than selling wigs and shops and beauty supply store it could go so big where you're making millions people sleep on that so I'm just like, I got to figure out the blueprint, probably like at 14, how I'm going to get this done. Because my mama rules, I was not, it's not for me. <laughs> I really love to be independent and not depend on nobody. Like, so people, people tell me all the time, just the other day, somebody said, Emma, you're the only person I've seen that, swear to God, you're watching everybody take vacays and you're just working. Like, you need to take a vacation. I'm like, no, because. If I get in that zone, knowing myself, get a little vacay every month here and there, I'm not going to want to work like that. Like, I'm going to want to take work and vacay. When I'm ready to vacay, I'm vacaying, like, months. I I don't want to do once in a blue moon vacays. It's not my forte. When I'm gone, I'm gone. Because I want to see everybody, like, crawl. Like, Emma, 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 I need you. I need to have that same energy when I was really working, he was playing. So... I don't know, like, my goal is really to be, like, in my 30s, really just laid back, not really doing too much, and the money rolls in every day when I open my phone. I really don't want to be working too much, so that's why I'm really working crazy now, watching all my friends being outside. <laughs> but, yeah. And how old are you now? I am 21 years old. Wow. Uh, when were you born? Where? Born when? in Brooklyn. When? When? The, the date? When I'm born, September 17th, 2000. Is that Virgo? I am a Virgo. Yikes. So, <laughs> <laughs> heavy on the yikes. Um, what? What's wrong with Virgo? We'll, we'll talk about it off cam. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so, your social life, how, how much has your business impacted your social life? You talked about it a little bit, but can you please go in depth? Or if That's you have a social life at all? That's a good question. Um, it definitely affected a lot because my friends don't be understanding like my goals when I say like, hey, like I can't be outside this week. Just chillax. I'm saving this month for this and that and that. I can't go outside. Girl, you always want to work. Girl, you never want to take a break. You're not tired. You know, and that's all I hear from my male friends and my female friends. And I just, I try not to let that stress me because I'm like in the end, when I'm doing what I'm doing and they're praising me for it, I'm going to just tell them this is why I was doing what I was doing. But I don't really get to go out as much. I wish I'd be watching my phone and watching everybody have a ball, but I'm like, it's only for the better. I be t- I told him, like, when I be down sometimes or get discouraged, I watch Robert Kioski videos, the guy that made the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
I watch his videos all the time. And I'm just like, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Cause he came from worse than me and he pushed through and let everybody have a ball and he just kept working and, and, it, and it falls through. So my social life, it get, it's okay. It's okay. So what do you um, do on your downtime just to like, you know how everybody has their downtime where they do things to get their mind right or enjoy themselves or like, it could be anime, it could be video games, it could be, you know, whatever, like things that make you happy. Besides, of course, working and making money. It's hobbies. Hobbies, yeah. Well, let me show you. It's because I actually, um, surprisingly, I crochet. Like, I actually do crochet. And I make, I try to make blankets as often as I can. And I sleep. <laughs> I learned my lesson from not sleeping. Like a whole, I had a whole surgery just from not sleeping. Damn. I word. I had to sleep. I crochet. Um, I try to go out. Not too crazy. Probably like get a drink or something, but not like a whole like like plan thing. Like it's last minute. Like if I have that time and I feel like it, but it's really rare. But I I'm really good as. Making it seem to me I'm having a, ma- a ball, but I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I try to sleep. First thing I'll pick is sleeping before going outside if I can, if I, my body needs it. That's about it. Why'd you have to have a surgery for sleep? Like, so my immune system broke down and it couldn't fight it. So it, I created, I created an abscess. I had took like for two weeks straight. I was taking like fourteen clients back to back every day. Making bread, bread to help our family do, do what I gotta do myself, and it cost me for it. I had a, um, I had went to the hospital, and they actually said I was okay with it, abscess still in my neck, and they thought I was okay enough. They thought it was gonna go down. A day passed by. I'm like, there's something don't feel right, and it's not going down. And I'm taking my vacation. I gotta go back. So I had to go back. They gave me a CAT scan and. They realized there was still something going on where in my immune system that they have to actually go in and cut out my abscess because it's not going to be able to go down when it's only got that bad. So I don't know if you guys can see the incision is right there. But I did that. I did that and it actually actually changed my life because having that surgery literally disciplines me to make sure I take a break, get some rest. Cause I don't think I was so money hungry without this happening to me. I would never had stopped. So I'm yeah. not mad. At I probably deserved it, needed it. It was God's plan. And I'm here. Like I get, I, I treasure, I treasure my sleep now as much as I could. Are you willing to die for money? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, it was a, never mind. It, it was, it's, it's really like a go-getter type of, type of attitude. Like, just go get it, just go get it, just go get it. And if you do be pressure, like, from just handling stuff, like, that's it. But if it comes to my life and my um, my life and death, oh, now I'm really focused. I got to take time. Because I physically can't work as hard as anymore. Like, I used to be able to take, like, six, maybe six months a day. My feet will hurt a little bit. Now I'm taking, like, four. My feet is on fire. So my body is literally telling me. The way you die. Um, and calm down. And I like it. It's better for me. So I could physically say no because I can't push myself no more than I could. So do you would you like to be married one day? Um 
if me and my partner decides to, yes. Oh. Um, me, I'm low-key against marriage because I feel like it's a scam. Why do I have to pay for it, pay to get out of it, and pay to protect my money? That, I don't know. I'm still deciding low-key. So, uh, would you like to have kids one day? Yeah. How many would you sure. like? I would like two to least for the most. Okay. So, do you think that being so career and business orientated that it might affect your dating life? Um, yes. And having the type of clout you want to say I have and respect of who I am because of the um, certain legends I do here, I, it comes with a, a lot of intimacy. Like a lot of men come in my life and they give me, they don't want to be them. They like, it's like, it's like a man, a regular man meeting Nikki. You're going to be ready to bow down to her. Like everything, like whatever you need done, I'm going to, so it's like, just be yourself. I want to meet you for you. You don't have to act like this type of person you think I want you to be. And that's not the case. And I feel, I feel like any IG model could relate to that or any, any really pretty girl or that keep up with themselves that, that really got it up than the, the, than the, the regular average. Men just do the, the most. But I'm not really worried about men right now. I'm just focused on my at what at what age would you like to start having kids and or would you like to be married or at least in a committed long-term relationship? I wanna I wanna start working on kids around 30. I don't want no kids prior. 29, no. As soon as that number hit 30, then I would think about having a kid. Like think. Like nobody going in my club, like no time soon. I'm not thinking like that. My family does not play that. Nah, you're wilding. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't want no kids, and it's and because it, it's like I have clients too that's like 29, 30 something with kids. I'd be like, you regret having kids early. They'd be like, girl, have a ball. Do not have no kids early. There are a lot of responsibility. They'd be like, have it at 30, 33, 35. Do it. Yeah, like you think it's early. I don't got no grandma to be holding my kid while I go out and be at the club. So I know the way that 30. I'm not one of those girls that could go throw it at mommy or, or grandma. I don't know. I'm awake because it's going to be with me all day. I don't have that. Go throw it at grandma is crazy. While you do a slip at the club is crazy. And my friends do that. I'll be like, where your kid at? Girl, <laughs> no, no, I really do be concerned, though. Like, really, you tuck your son in right now. You're already taking any shots at the club right now. Like, we just on a bedtime story, for real. Um, nah. the thing is that comes with that, um, there's pros and cons to that. Yes, you can wait later in life, but also with women, your biological time clock is ticking. And I'm, you probably already know this. The older you are, the later, you know, the harder it is to have kids. You lose the eggs with time. So it's like, yeah, I get it. Live your life and enjoy your life. But whoever said 33, 35. I'm going to freeze my Okay, I don't know. I'll make sure I make enough I mean, money, save for all she my. Might, she might make enough money because the the average woman, the average woman doesn't because it's 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 ten to forty racks for a chance, but a lot of women, a lot of women don't have the. She might have the kind of bread. So hey, no, believe me, I like, him. I like him. He's nah. talking. I, I, I listen to Kevin Samuels. Ever heard of him? Mm-mm. You never heard of Kevin? Oh, wow. Oh, well, you don't really have a social life, so that kind of makes sense. <laughs> no, I don't be on the media. Only post my work and get off. No, I really love the movies, The Social Dilemma. 
Like, I really wish our generation watched that movie and take it more serious. Where's it on? It's on Netflix. The Social Dilemma talks about how people really can't get off their phones and why. I really love that movie. A lot of my clients know I do. Some of them are going to point this out. Like, they know. I go, I preach on that movie. Like, watch it. Like, get off your phone. It's, it's important. You're getting sucked in there. Like, if you're not even on your phone making money with it, you're just on your phone. So, yeah. I know that's true because you, you don't check your DMs for real, so. Stop. Stop. I stop. Like, band is real. They be tucking my DMs, too. I be having to find them. Like, yeah. Don't don't blame me for that. Don't do that. Any other questions? <laughs> I mean, that's our job, right? <laughs> huh? But now, um, what would you say was the biggest lesson that you've learned? Mm. Oh, wait, what age did you also start the business? I started this business at 17. That's um, wait, wait, are you working at the shop at 17? No, I was like, I was doing the hair during the pandemic when it very first started, but a little bit before that, too, in my mother's house in her living room. Um, I was doing that for a while and then until my mother had caught COVID and then eventually, and then she said, nah, you can't be doing hair. So then I started to travel until she was okay and willing to even let me do hair. It was her rules, her house. And I was traveling crazy and that traveling was, it was gospel too. Cause I networked to some good people too. I had to travel to Yonkers, Jersey. I was traveling all over. As long as a cat could take me there and you could pay that travel fee, I was there. Still till today, you could get you could get me anywhere as long as you pay that fee. And I was doing hair, and then eventually it calmed down. Then I was like, you know what? My clientele was moving like they want me in a shop while I was speaking to them because I asked them on the Instagram poll, would you guys rather me in the home or shop? Like they rather the shop. And I'm not gonna lie, my mother house was a little ghetto anyway, so I see why they said that, which was appropriate. So. I did that and then it started it started in one shop and then I went to I'm currently in the shop now. And yeah, it's only been good from there. Yeah. Who are um people in the oh wait, first, have you ever been starstruck by the celebrities you've met and seen? Starstruck? Um no. Only starstruck celebrity I am gonna be, little Dirk. Everybody know I love Little Dirk. I'm a big, I'm a big, huge fan of Little Dirk, and I love his hairstylist too. I follow her, but I don't think I'm gonna be starstruck because I know how it feels to be one of them. Like I'm not one of them. Like I am one of them, but I'm not one of them. But mm-hmm. when as becoming like an influencer, you're still human. So I, I, I don't see it. I don't see the hype on like being starstruck. Nah, because I want to be one of them. Like big, big. What you think about what you think about Dirk when he was like, yo, she got a low body count. What you think about that? Talk about it. Um why y'all doing this? Nah, you, you a Dirk fan. Dirk, yo, come on. I am a Dirk fan, but some things Dirk says I I don't agree, but uh, I take him for him and I love what he say. I'm not mad at him for saying that. Like that's his preference. Like uh, he like his girl India with a low body count. But <laughs> that's fine, but there's no really no punch. 
that's it. You said there's no what? There's no but. Like okay, all right, fine. So, so you approve of what he said then? For him liking that, yes. <laughs> but no, what are your personal feelings? What are your personal feelings? I don't think it should matter because a girl could have a hundred and it could still be a tight, and a girl could have five and it could be all over the place. Like I don't know, like crazy to know. Yeah, you'll be surprised. Like, you'll really be surprised. I know men with over 300 bodies, and they... they men men are a little different, though, but I, I get what you're saying. Can't, you can't compare. You can't compare. We can do that. Y'all can't. I'm sorry. That's a fact. I agree with that. I'm telling girls, you're not a man. That's why we get <laughs> more than men. I agree with that. But, yeah, they, they can't be... Because it's like the, the morals for girls is way different for men, and girls shouldn't... They can't have a ball as much as men. Like, I, st- I still feel like this girls that probably on a period still have a ball. And that's your time to not. So, yeah, no. To an extent, yeah. So, I partially agree with Dirk. And I partially... So... My opinion uh, for me. So why do you why do you think it shouldn't matter? Because I, I, most men will tell you that. Well, most men, some men won't tell you. But deep down, we know it matters. It matters to most men. Mm, because I feel like what a woman does with her body... That's up to her, and that has to be vice versa, right? When a man do whatever he want with his body, we have to respect that. So why should there be a stigma on females on what we do and how we do? As long as you keep up with yourself and make sure everything's good, and you do your daily checkups, you keep up with yourself. I don't see what's the issue on what you do, like you so know, like isn't it? So yeah, it's her body, her rights, facts. So isn't it also his prerogative to not want to be with a woman who's promiscuous? Correct. Do do your thing. Like okay. that's how you the wrong way a little bit, no? Huh? I feel like the comment rubbed you a wrong way, no? Like why you feel like there was no need for him to mention that basically, right? In a way, yes. But I still want my man to speak his mind. Dirk to speak his mind. I love Dirk. Got you. Um, yeah, I gotta take him for him. I, I believe that in a sense that when it comes to being cuffed or when it comes to engagement or when it comes to marriage, those things play a big effect because as a man, you know, we have a lot of pride with you have a woman on your shoulder in your arm and you walk into a room and niggas is laughing at you or snickering or niggas be like, you know, I got her on my phone or I smashed that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Every man wants a woman that nobody can really say they had or they had like that. It's a, it's a sense of pride, you know, like, and it's not necessarily showing off, but it's just more so of a, of a respecting because nobody wants to be out here looking crazy and vice versa because no, no shorty want to be with her mans and he done smashed 300 girls and, you know, shorty's just, you know, oh, I fucked your nigga, this, this, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it goes both ways, but... Um, a lot I'm of talking huh? out here. I just hear a lot of pillow talking as if like what you do, people only know because you pillow talk, meaning you talk in your business. Like you can have mad bodies if you have the lot of bodies that were good bodies, good partners. Right. Why do people know your business? That's within politics. Politics, like having da 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 da, and people really feel like the social media gotta know 
your business and who you're dealing with, da, da, da. You don't even have to post your partner. So that convo, that, that argument go a long way. That is a, there's a lot of back and forth to that because I agree with you. But then again, it's like, why are you in my business? You, you embrace what you want. Like, embrace it. I mean, I feel like, I, re- I respect the whole that says she's a whole and she's a tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I respect that. I, it's it's uh, the good girls. It's it's the pops that be like, you know, I don't really be talking to nobody like that. I don't be, I don't be really, I be in the house. Day, I, I be sleep days. all day. You, you got to do your homework. You got to do your research. Like when the girls that you, you a little iffy on that's moving like that, do your homework first before you go go explore an adventure you don't even know what you're taking on you know like that's that should, should be your precaution on any female so yeah girl collab but you gotta do your homework too like who you know da, da, da. you can't just be you know people do be trying to talk to anything anywhere travel everywhere so that's a fact um so if, if a man actually your body count you gonna answer all right oh you will yeah, that's up to him. Cause I don't take me for me. I don't feel like that should matter. But I'ma tell you, but take me for me. Right, yeah. So care to share with the class? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I respect that. I had to ask though. I'm currently talking to somebody though, and I don't want him to have any issues on what I say on here. That's you? Yeah, and I and it just I'm I just started. I've only been like a month with this boy, so I don't want to make it seem like yeah, but yeah. Are you telling the truth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he didn't. He don't really care for that. Like he never even. He don't. Oh, go, he don't <laughs> Do care. For care? That. My boy, my boyfriend right now, he's basically an introvert. He don't. Mm. Yeah, he's in his own cloud. That's what's up. That's what's up. I need. I'm an extrovert. I see. If you if you could have if you could braid or do do the hair of five people, who would it be? Dead or alive. Little Dirk. Um Little Dirk, little baby. Um, um Rihanna. You ain't say no genders, but mm-hmm. Rihanna. What else here? Um, I really want to do G Herbo's son here, and one more person here. Um, if Michael Jackson was alive, Michael Jackson. Interesting. Black Michael or the white Michael. Either or. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's my mentor. I love Michael Jackson. No, nah, I'll show you soon. Got you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That was all the questions I have for you today. Thank you so much. Did you approve of what Will Smith did? Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I really like that he defended his lady like that, but I feel bad, <laughs> so bad for Chris that he couldn't do it. I love how Chris took it, though. I'm not going to lie. For being knowing that you at the Oxers and you can't get out of your character, he took that so well. Like, I don't. I think if I was in Chris' body, it was straight. It was. It would have been a smackdown. Smackdown. And he, and he from Brooklyn too. You from Best Side? 
That is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, nah, he's really he's Big BK, bro. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that. What's <laughs> well, like Caruso, boy? And everybody hates Chris. <laughs> and Will, I'm not gonna lie. Like, why he couldn't catch me outside? How about that? Why he couldn't tell Chris nah, catch me? Like, you know, like he could have went right behind stage after that scene. Mink. Nice. I feel like that that be um publicity stunts too. Like people be wanting to start something and make a yeah. So take two. Mm. I mean, his shorty got him out here looking crazy. That bald head pussy must be crazy, though. That's all right, yeah. But yeah, but we're going to end the show like that. Mm. <laughs> Cut it. 